In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the well, good evening, everybody, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. You may notice that I don't sound like Van Helsing, and you're right. I'm flying solo tonight, although he may pop in later and surprise us. Who's no, who knows? Um, but he is off to the airport this evening to pick up our British invasion, who are all flying in for this weekend's uh, spirit quest. Yay! It's only a couple days away up Friday night, and we are all very excited, and we've just got an unbelievable cast of characters that are going to be at Spirit Quest. If you haven't got your tickets yet, they are still available. You can buy them at the door. If you buy them in advance, uh, you can get some great deals, and uh, just want to jump in there right now before I forget, because Van Helsing has threatened me with death if I don't tell you all. (laughs) you can get a special discount, and shh, nobody knows about this yet. If you go to whofish, W-H-O-F-I-S-H dot O-R-G, they have a coupon. And if you'd like to get into Spirit Quest for the low, low price of $38, which is pretty amazing because it's uh, $75 regular ticket price. Uh, you can get the day pass for Saturday for $38. Just go to Whofish. You can buy your tickets through them. Or if you go to the door and say, yep, Whofish sent me 38 bucks, and you're in. I call that quite a deal. So look into it. And people who are going to be at Spirit Quest, and uh, he's actually picking them up, at the airport as I speak, we have parapsychologist Cal Cooper uh, and also the UK's top teenage medium, Ross Bartlett. And uh, apparently he's very tattooed, so I can't wait to meet this guy. i got to see all his tattoos. Of course, he's probably young enough to be my son, but whatever. Uh, we also have from, uh, from the good old US of A, we have psychic medium Jane Doherty. Doherty and her psychic tummy, and uh, I've never met Jane. I'm really looking forward to meeting her. And so we have all kinds of fun things planned, and uh, if you are interested in going to Spirit Quest, just, uh, you can also go and get all the info at neghostproject.com. It's neghostproject.com. Click on the Spirit Quest tab, and it'll tell you everything that you need to know. 
And uh, yours truly will also be there. Going to be doing a little henna tattooing. So come on down and see me and uh, get some very cool tattoos. They'll last about two weeks. And uh, also I'm going to be doing a little cemetery lecture and a little slideshow. So I'll be doing that both Saturday and Sunday. So I hope I'll see you there. So this evening, and I know he's hanging on the line out there, uh, we have our very special guest, Michael Markowitz. Hey, Mike. Hello. Hi, how are you? I'm doing okay. And uh, for those of you who may not have heard Mike on here before, he is the author of EVP, uh, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. And uh, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How about yourself? You sound uh, pretty uppity. <laughs> Must be excited about this weekend. I am. I am wicked excited. I um, I haven't met any of these people, so I am uh, I am very excited to meet them all. So I'm well, humbled in about, their presence. <laughs> well, that's what's good about these events. You know, there's so many people in the paranormal world that you may listen to, you know, these podcasts or you read them in magazines and you hear about them from other people. And then when these cons come along, you know, it's great to attend those things and you actually get to meet these people who are out there in the field. And uh, mm-hmm. it, it's very interesting and um, you usually learn a few things as well. So it's uh, it's always a good take. Uh, I hope so. I hope. I'm sure it will be. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, I mean, they're doing a lot of different things um, Friday night. They're having a psychic versus science ghost hunt, which will be pretty interesting. Um, we've got a psychic team uh, led by UK's own Ross Bartlett, and then we have the science team, which will be led by Cal Cooper and Ron. So I think that would be really interesting. I'm going to have to miss that one, but uh, I think that if you're there, you're going to have a great time with that. Yeah, it sounds interesting. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So I don't know. I wonder who wins. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you? What's the uh, what's the game involved? Um, getting some kind of uh, evidence. Uh, I guess uh, they are going to be guided by uh, candlelight, uh, and using only uh, the psychic team is guided by candlelight, and they're only using the ancient methods of spirit communication. And then the science team. Uh, they're going to have headlamps and night vision and use the latest technology and instruments to see uh, see what evidence they can get. So uh, it'll be interesting. And, yeah. I mean, a, a lot of times, I mean, you yourself, you're an EVP guy. But True. you like to have, you know, your psychics with you and see what confirmation you can get. That's right. right. That sometimes it works out really well too. Mhm. And and we've I mean time and time again you've had voices you know that oh, yeah. you've picked up and you've had a psychic standing right there um you know recording her observations or well you've only had female psychics so far but I mean well, um and a lot of times you find they coincide. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um some really amazing um, EVPs have come out of that interaction between, you know, a medium and uh, the, you know, spirits that they're claiming to see. And it's it's really cool when you play the recordings back and you're listening and then all of a sudden you hear exactly what the medium is talking about. Mm-hmm. And um, it 
I encourage anybody out there to try that because um, when you get that kind of confirmation, it kind of it makes you wonder, you know, why, gee, why don't I see these things all the time? You know, obviously I have some growth that I still need to uh, uh, to achieve in my life so that I can see spirit too. If this is what you want to do, you know, if you really want to become a really good paranormal investigator, increase your spiritual connectivity and um, your EVPs will skyrocket. Mm, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I always say, yeah, bring a medium along. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I, I 100% agree. And um, I know, speaking of this whole electronic, you know, all the gadgets we use, I know we were discussing earlier about all the TV shows that are on and how far, I mean, how far many of them are from what we actually do as paranormal investigators. Yeah. Sometimes it's a world apart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but, you know, I mean, people have their methods, you know, and I think that when you um, when you study something long enough, you realize that um, there's a lot more to it than what you see on TV. Um, you know, kind of like, um, you know, if you like cars and you study a car enough and you get into the mechanics and you realize, hey, I know how to fix this. I know what this does. I know what that does. And then somebody at a um, speedy shop that changes oil says, yeah, I'm a mechanic too. And they, they represent the field. But you kind of have to sit back and go, what? <laughs> yeah, right. You know? <laughs> and that's kind of where the paranormal world is on TV. You know, people who watch it, um, they sit back and they scratch their heads and they throw a lot of questions at it because, you know, with the advent of all these shows, they themselves have gone out and done a lot of investigating over the years, and they understand the reality of it. Mm-hmm. And then when they look on TV, they say, that can't be. That, that just doesn't seem right. right. And, there, and there is that dividing line. Mm-hmm. You know, it gets drawn in the sand. You know, it's pretty easy to see after a while. Yeah, I, I agree. And, I mean, uh, we all know that TV shows, need they need their ratings. They need sure. their ratings. They continually put out a show where things don't happen. Well, who's going to yeah. watch that? So. That's, that's very true. And, yeah. you know, it had its place, mm-hmm. you know, but I think they need to change and to roll with the times, just like music does, mm-hmm. where you have a rock and roll band who changes with time and, and create new music and a new or a new genre. Mm-hmm. Um, go in a different direction, yet stay in the public's eye. These shows have to do the same thing, but they have to base it uh, back to where it all started from, which is reality. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's gotten too far away from that. And um, right. you know, there's, there's a lot of great evidence out there. really is. So absolutely tremendous stuff that, um, that does fill in some of those gaps in the questions that you may have with some really good answers because you formulate it for yourself just mm-hmm. like you do most things in life. Right. So, right. you know, reality is a good place to start. <laughs> and I know, you know... It, it, most uh, paranormal investigators, myself included, don't have a lot of money to go out and spend, you know, megabucks on EMF detectors and night vision things and thermal imaging, whatnot. And um, as much as you'd love to have the toys, you know, the reality is you can't really afford them. And I mean, 
even just buying, you know, the IR cameras and, and having a system, you know, on a laptop or a computer is beyond many people, you know. So I think sometimes that you need to fall back on those traditional methods. You need to just go in with your little recorder, <laughs> your little right. Radio Shack recorder, and, um, and your intuition. That's you know? true. That's absolutely yeah. right. And that's the thing. I mean, what, is, what has, you know, these paranormal shows on TV really afforded us? I mean, they do have some structured um, methods to doing an investigation and a whole lot of toys. I mean, those toys mm. are basically tools to aid you in collecting evidence, but some of those things are just hokey. Oh, mean, right. On, right. You know, the ovalist the that has all the, all the keywords programmed right. into it. Gee, what are the odds of getting something paranormal out of that, huh? Right. <laughs> I, I mean, come on. I agree, and I I really hate that thing. Yeah, and me too. I I don't like noisy stuff. When you get going with like the shack hack, my I it just yeah. scrambles my brain, and I just I can't I can't hear anything because all love, I'm doing I is that thing. I know you do I know, but it it irritates me. It just it just does. I don't know. It it makes me come unglued. It's it's something about it's just the constant noise. Well, and the I, thing I, about it is, um, you know, it takes a certain, um, you know, person to sit and be able to listen to that mm-hmm. for a long period of time. That that I, I'll give you. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, you could torture me with that. <laughs> I <laughs> can be very, very <laughs> Yeah, but on the other hand. Um, those those spirit boxes differ from everything else because they're only picking up radio frequencies, and you can't really fake that too easily. I mean, there are ways of doing it. I mean, you can fake anything on anything, really. However, when you have a simple device as a small radio, and it's sweeping frequencies, and you're getting responses and sentences across frequency changes, mm-hmm. um, and they're... At those those quest, uh, answers have something to do with the questions that you're asking. And it, that, that to me, is just phenomenal. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times they come out really clear. They come mm-hmm. out very clear, very fast, and you have to go in and really listen and capture those little blurps. But um, tremendous information comes out of those things. I love it. Well, well you know, it is it is. Not for everybody, but, you know, other people love it. So, like anything else, it's it's yeah. uh, different strokes for different folks. True. Um, I have a question for you, Mike, from the chat room, from our Togi chat room. And I know we're out there now in Para-X, too. Hi, everybody who's listening out there. I'm having a little trouble juggling both chat rooms, so you'll have to bear with me. Um, but uh, the chat room on Togi wants to know, what is your strangest EVP that you have heard? The strangest EVP, um, strange, strange, strange. Well, I think I think some of the strangest stuff is the non-vocal EVPs. Mm-hmm. In other words, um, like the gunshot that we got at the Guthrie's house. Right. That was so powerful and so loud and clear, mm-hmm. um, and, it, and it absolutely goes off the chart on my computer, which is set at 124 decibels. And it completely goes off the computer range for decibel signature, which means it's louder than 124 decibels. Yet at the time of the recording, nobody heard a thing. Right. So so much sound got impregnated in that recording. When you hear it, you just like, you know, 
when you yourself record it and you play it back and you hear it, it's like I was there and I did not hear it. Nobody heard it. In fact, that recording had about 10 people in the room and nobody heard it. Absolutely tremendous. Right. That, that there was extremely unusual. Um, the other thing that's really cool is when um, some kind of telepathy goes on or uh, uh, some kind of time shift goes on where uh, a voice will say something to you, and then shortly after that it comes true, mm. which kind of helps to support the theory that you know spirits can move back and forth through time, and which is why they appear to us in a different time, maybe they're dressed in different clothing and, you know, Civil War era clothing right. because mm-hmm. the time continuum is different for them. Mm-hmm. And so you, when they use this to travel and, and communicate, they can go ahead of time and answer your question for you before you even ask it. That's happened to me too. That's mm-hmm. cool. That's crazy. That is really... And, and that, the thing and... is, it, it, it's real. This is mm-hmm. the thing about it. It's real. Right. You know? Right. I mean, that, that gunshot, um, that was a knock you on your butt, <laughs> bona fide, you know, class A EVP. I've never, I, I will agree with you, I've never, ever, aside from the, your, your scream, you know, your, your, your very, one of your very first EVPs, I've never, ever heard anything like that in my life. And that, that's a, literally, you know, it makes your mouth fall open. Yeah, and it, and the thing about it is it's a it's a nonverbal communication. Obviously, something is happening. Why did a gunshot go off? Mm-hmm. It, it it's not verbal. It didn't come from uh, someone's you know speech. Right. But there it is. How does that happen? I mean, we have our theories on how telepathy works and how it may be possible to you know project your your mind's energy into a recorder. That can be you know, relatively explainable and believed, you know what I mean? But mm. a gunshot, mm-hmm. well, that just, that just throws it all out the, out the water. I mean, you just, you know, what the hell do you do with that? Right, right. I know, I, I agree. And, I mean, you've had, um, we can talk about the Fearing Tavern, right? Oh, sure. Oh, okay. I mean, because you had, that was another tremendous EVP of a, yeah. a cell door or a large Heavy metal door slamming. Yep, that's another really fantastic one, and um, it has uh, a reverb to it when it slams shut. Mm-hmm. And it's in the middle of an investigation, and you hear that big—it sounds like a big iron door just—it rolls and then slams, and you hear that reverb that's associated with that, and then you hear something that sounds like a latch drop. You know, metal on metal after that, but it's it's smaller sounding as it was a piece of smaller metal, um, you know, maybe part of a latch or something. Right. And absolutely tremendous. It's another one of those nonverbal EVPs that you just, your jaw hangs open because where did that reverb come from? Right. It's not, right. It's not, it's not even present in the room. It's completely mm-hmm. different sounding than the room characteristics. And it's, again, it's one of those things like, like you said, your jaw just hangs open. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think that is, I mean, people always say, oh, you know, the naysayers and they want to dispute EVP and they'll say, oh, it's, it's radio crosstalk, blah, 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 blah. Well, I'm sorry, but gunshots, doors slamming and things like that, screams, that's not radio crosstalk, okay? It's not, it's not happening. 
No, it can't. No, no. They, it doesn't happen. The only way it really can happen is if you have a microphone set up with the cable and it's going into a mixing board and you have like 100 feet of cable strung out. Well, that cable now, if it's not properly shielded, can become an antenna, and you can pick up radio on it. And I've got some, uh, I've got some examples of that, but it sounds like the radio. It doesn't right. sound like TV. It sounds like yeah, you know, well, I'm on TV tonight on Channel Seven. You know what I mean? It sounds like that. Why? Because it's a radio that you're picking up. They don't on the radio. They don't go. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna shoot a gun right now. Check this out. Then I'll say, yeah. It gets captured in your uh, recorder. It just doesn't happen. Right, right. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, and again, you know, this is, you know, and to get back to TV, it's like, do you ever hear stuff like that on TV? No. Um, yeah, there's some crazy st- well, You know what's funny about TV is um, in one of the tip-offs, for anybody out there who's been um, doing recording for a while, a couple of years, and they're building up a library of uh, voices, uh, one thing to really look out for is how, you know, when you listen to these EVPs on the show, how they all sound the same. You know, anybody that does this kind of work knows that there's variations throughout, not only in what they're saying, but how it's said. Like, you, you watch these shows, and they're all like cookie-cutter style EVPs are all the same. There's no variance in it. Right. Um, and this is one of the key elements that tell you that, well, their evidence is, is quote-unquote, based on real evidence. It doesn't have to be real, but it's based on real evidence to make a, an enjoyable show. Mm-hmm. But that being said, real evidence is better than what you see on TV. It right. really is. Mm-hmm. Right, and right. You just, yeah, you just, you just got to, you know, make that, uh, mental connection and, um, you know, try to try to connect with that, make that veil a little thinner, and your EVPs will come at you left and right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm like an example of that. When I, before I started, I wasn't really connected with this stuff, but you become connected with it through the years, mm-hmm. and that helps, that helps a lot. Right. Right. I, I, and, it makes, and it makes you wonder, you know, why are people yelling at spirits? Right. <laughs> You know, yeah. I kind of look at it. I kind of look at it like, well, if you don't see them and you don't hear them, and you're yelling at them and telling them, you know, come on and you know, come attack me and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't you put a blindfold on? I'm going to put you in a room, and I'm going to put you with um, the biggest mass murder murderer <laughs> that we can find. We're going to put him in a room. We're going to put a little old lady in a room, and then we're going to put a little girl in the room, mm-hmm. and we're going to give you a baseball bat, and we're going to tell you to start swinging. Okay. Hopefully, hopefully, when you do make a connection, it's the little old lady or it's the little girl, mm-hmm. because you don't want to you don't want to smack the big guy who's going to do you harm, you right. know. Mm-hmm. And anybody who's in, into the uh, into this field has been doing it for a while understands that because they realize interaction doesn't always turn out to be a very positive thing. Sometimes right. it can be very negative. Mm-hmm. So these kind of things, they tip you off. You know, why are they doing this? Because they haven't had enough experience and they're trying to make a show. Right. Well, you know, it has its place. It's just time to move on. I, I agree. And I think that because you have these people yelling and screaming on TV, calling them out, um, now the perception from, like, the general public is that, that's what we should be doing, or that's what we're going to come in and do. And, I mean, I actually had uh, 
you know, a, a prospective location say, no, no, we don't want you guys to come in because we don't want, we don't want the spirits disturbed. We don't want you coming in and um, getting them all riled up. And I'm like, well, how are we going to get them riled up? Right. I said, I'm, we're not going to come in and, you know, guns drawn, guns blazing and, and being disruptive. We just come in and, you know, we'll talk just the way I talk to you. And But I think that the, the fear is that, you know, you're going to come into someone's home or someone's business and go crazy and go yeah. crazy and, and, and get everything all stirred up. So, right. Um, yeah, and that's not the case for most investigators, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You know, people, I think people who are, you know, uh, in the know aren't going to cause that much trouble. Um, and you don't want to, mm-hmm. you know. Um that's not something that you want to start getting into because you're you're opening yourself up to attacks, you right. know, psychic attacks. This is this is your little world that you know the listeners have right now. Imagine somebody else in your head that right. uh, giving you thoughts, and the presence of them is in your head. Now, for the first time, you're not alone, and you're not alone spiritually. It's a very very different feeling and a very different world. Once you get into the spirit world, because there's a lot of uh, sharing that's involved in that, and it's it's kind of creepy when it happens. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now you, you you've had an issue where something kind I've of had, I've had everything done to me, um, paranormally speaking, uh, interaction speaking, aside from being scratched. Um, I've never had anything thrown at me. And I've never had full possession. Other than that, (laughs) I think I've I've had pretty much everything, um, any kind of interaction that you could have, you know. Right, right. I've had had the negative interactions, and and it lasts lasts some time until you figure it out and figure out how to get rid of it. Right. Hold hold that thought because we have to dive into the break. So um, just hang on. We're going to be back with Mike Markowitz in just a minute. And you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation on TogiNet. Uh, and uh, I'm waiting for my heartbeat. <laughs> oh, Anna says I have 30 seconds, so I cut you off early. But um, And also, just to put in another plug for Spirit Quest this weekend, um, we do have another special. Um, if you buy a Friday night or a Saturday night pass, you're going to get the Saturday day pass for free. So once again, just uh, go to neghostproject.com and you can find out more info. And we will be back in just one minute. Welcome to Toginet, radio with a cutting edge. Wondering how to market, where to invest, where to advertise, where to find the right advice, or what to do about taxes? Doing business today is a complex venture, and that's where All Biz Talk comes in. All Biz Talk helps businesses and individuals find the right path to their success and learn more about the ideas, products, and services used by today's top professionals. Success leaves clues, so if you want to be successful, it's always best to listen to the people who have already been where you want to be. 
Our hosts are unbiased and will ask the hard questions, taking your calls to help connect you with the right professionals, people who can help you get a better handle on your personal and business choices. All Biz Talk is not a financial services company and does not offer any financial advice, but we will help you make the right choice when it comes to planning your financial future. Join All Biz Talk Tuesday afternoons at 1 Pacific, 3 Central at allbiztalk.com. Welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with no Ron tonight, but <laughs> with uh, your other co-host, Ann Kerrigan, the blonde bombshell. Hey, and you know, Ron gave me that nickname. I just want you all to know that out there, right? So it's not, you know, a self-dubbed thing. <laughs> so uh, anyways, just to make that clear make that clear, but welcome back, and we are talking with our special guest this evening, Michael Markowitz, author of EVP, Electronic Voice Phenomenon, Massachusetts Ghostly Voices. If you haven't picked it up, go out and buy it. Great book. Comes with a CD, so you can actually hear the EVPs that Mike has recorded. So, now, what were we talking about, Mike? We are talking about possession. <laughs> yeah, some of the interactions. Exactly. Yeah, fun stuff. Yeah, <laughs> all the fun stuff that nobody really bargains for when they decide uh, they're going to uh, go out and investigate. You or invoke and try to piss off the uh, spirits. Right, you know, right. Try to get some kind of reaction. Right. You know, I mean, the, that's the worst case scenario is that they get into your head. Mm-hmm. And it mm-hmm. doesn't take much. You know, mm-hmm. the, other, the other thing that they can do is not so much the psychological damage, but, um, you know, it's the emotional damage because that's what you deal with. You deal with your mind and you deal with your feelings. They're two different things that provide um, communication for human beings and also spirits, too. So that's, that's how we communicate with our thoughts and with our feelings. Mm-hmm. Because you can say, you know, I want to kill you. And right. just by how you say it, by the feeling that you put into it, kind of, Tells the person if you're really going to kill them or not. Right. Even though you say the words, which means, yeah, you're definitely going to do it, you can say, I'm going to kill you. Or you're going to say, I am going to kill you. Right. <laughs> you know, that's a big difference. So, it's the inflection, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, but these are the, are the two things, um, the two ways that spirits can interact with you. In your mind, they can mess you up, but also with your feelings. So they can take away all that joy and give you dread and doom and gloom for a long time, and you have this, you know, quite an onset of depression. Mm-hmm. Um, and this can happen to you, you know, and um, it's not something that's maybe so psychological, but it's the feeling that you can get. And that kind right. of thing is, is hard to recognize, and, it's, and unless you do recognize it, you really can't make yourself any better. So you have to be careful with it. Right. And I mean, you know, it always, uh, you know, some people aren't cognizant of that. You know, you, some people don't, don't realize what's happening to them until it's been happening for a while. That's and true. And somebody says, and not, uh, hey, what's wrong with you? Right. And it's not something that you learn on TV either. But you do learn how to run around the dock with some, you know, boxes that have lights on them. Mm-hmm. Right. But they don't say, oh, and by the way... <laughs> you have to be really careful. I mean, they, they show scratches and stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And they show people, you know, quote-unquote, getting possessed, and then by the end of the show, they're perfectly fine again. Oh, right. <laughs> and, oh, that's all over, yeah. Yeah, they they touch upon it, but they don't do it with any kind of real seriousness, um, and they don't really approach 
this the field itself with any kind of seriousness because of just the the antics that goes on. But you know, and the, and the other thing too about doing EVP work is um, that you get those nasties. You get the people saying all those bad things that they mm. want to do to you, that they want to do to somebody else. Mm-hmm. Every every bad word, every swear, right? Uh, and they're going to be nasty to you, and you're going to hear it, mm-hmm. and it's going to come through on your recorder. But that's the nature mm-hmm. of of spirituality, you know. Right. You get right. the good with the bad, mm-hmm. just like the real world. <laughs> that's exactly right. Isn't that a strange thing? Uh, what, yeah. <laughs> what a unique parallel that is. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's and that's the way it always is. And I've have very very few recordings that have anything different than that. It's always men, women, and children. You have good people and bad people, mm-hmm. just like it is on Earth. It's all, it's it sounds almost identical to Earth. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. Our physical world, and it's always the same people. Well, it's always the same. It's people, and they all have basically the same type of psychological aspects that we have. Mm-hmm. We have our needs, and we have our wants, and we speak of. I want this and I want that, or don't do this and don't do that, just like we do. Mm-hmm. You know, there seems to be a, a need in the in the spiritual world as well. Right. So it's hmm. interesting. The parallels are very, very similar. It it is interesting. So it's just um, it's a continuation, really. Yes, it is. And think it's, about um, it. And I think it's that way for a reason because it's um, it's a very difficult thing to be thrown from this world into the next um, without any kind of preparedness. Right. And I think that might be the root of why so many people uh, got into the paranormal world to begin with, because there is a need there to find out what's on the other side. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's what makes you do what you do, because you want some answers. But but if you study it long enough and you open your mind to it, and that's very important, Mm that you have to be honest and true and open your mind to it and let the interaction happen, so you can gather all that, you know, extra information with those experiences, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. you gain a greater understanding. And, it, and it's a byproduct of the interaction itself, really. Right. That extra stuff that, that comes with it. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just look at Niagara Falls. Right. You feel, you, you feel Niagara Falls, right? You, you do. You, see a spirit, you just don't see it. What else is there? You right. you feel the you know Niagara Falls. You feel the wind from the water. You hear the roar. You feel mm-hmm. the water spraying at you. All that stuff that's going on. Right. It's not just the visual. And if it is just a visual, well, open your mind up more to it and get that communication going because it's got to be the end result of all this investigating is to make the contact. Everybody plays with their toys, hoping to get that communication. Well, you know what? Put the toy down right. <laughs> and get the communication with your own mind. And when you see it before you or you hear it whispered in your ear, now you're starting to get true spirit communication. And that's what the stuff really should be about. Yeah. I would, I definitely agree with that. I think I mean, the, the toys are a total distraction, at least for me. Be. You know, and um, I, you know, I've got a recorder in one hand. I got my EMF meter, but then I want to have my video camera, and it's just like I do this juggling act, and I lose yeah. sight of, I totally lose sight sometimes of what's going on, what what should be going on. So, yeah. you know, I I totally hear you on that. Um, I have, can be. Go ahead. Okay, I have a I have another question from the chat for you. Sure. Um, 
from uh, our friend Brian down at the Collinwood Inn. He he wants to know what you think of the two recorder series EVPs, where you're recording questions on one player and then playing them and using the second to record. So I don't know. I know you don't usually do that, but no. What do you so think you're of basically it? taking yeah, you're taking the human element out of it by using two recorders, one to play and ask questions, and the other one to record the answers. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting uh, experiment. I've never tried that. Uh, I don't see why it wouldn't work. <laughs> right. Pretty much every, everything that I've tried works, you know, to, to an extent, um, as far as uh, technique goes, not by, um, you know, a lot of these toys. But because um, I do all audio recording, I really don't um, don't try uh, anything else. So I would imagine that would work as well because everything with audio seems to have worked for me. So that, that's an interesting experiment, though. I have to uh, have to try that one. We'll have to try that next. <laughs> that's pretty cool. <laughs> that's great. Um, now, recently, um, you and I did an investigation, and uh, we caught a funny a funny EVP. Here locally. Okay. Yep. And <laughs> yep. And um, I mean, this is this is in a house that is just. I mean, the family is is very concerned because there's all kinds of stuff going on. There's shadow people and uh, you know, um, relatives, relatives, evil relatives, and <laughs> um, people they don't even know. You know what's going on and cabinets opening and lights going on. And, um, but anyway, so tell them about this funny EVP we got. <laughs> yeah, it was from a woman who they think is their relative because the content of what she's saying sounds like they're, uh, one of their relatives. And, um, the, um, the first one I got, which is, it's, which is really clear, it's low in volume, but it's really clear and you can hear it quite easily. Um, the woman says, I love men. They're such a distraction. <laughs> Yes, they and, are. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, that's really cool. You know, I'm like, it was just so loud and clear, but it was so out of context. Right. You know, so you know it was an EVP, even though it was that clear. So, um, right. It wasn't anything that we were thinking that we were going to get in this house. I mean, we're totally expecting evil, nasty stuff. <laughs> but go ahead. So, you know, with um, with further investigation there, um, her, her, the same voice, same woman, and, um, very close to the exact same area, um, she said on you know, a different occasion, said, um, I think you should frisk me. <laughs> and the word frisk was, was elevated in her voice. It went, went up high, you know, <laughs> and it was very, it was very funny, you know, um, but sh- again, it goes back to her just, you know, loving men, you know, <laughs> and, and she, you know, we played the recordings, um, and for the you know for one of the people in the family, and I said, "Well, geez, you know that really sounds like so and so. Geez, that uh, that could be her." You know? <laughs> and so it was funny, but it just shows you that um, you know that whole personality thing stays intact on the other side. Right, right, and it was really funny because we all listened to it on the spot, you know, because yeah. Mike was just yeah, that here. was exactly right. We recorded it and played it back, and yep. just listening to see if we captured anything. And holy smokes, listen to this, everyone pass the headphones around we're all cracking up oh my god that was that was really funny and so it's the cool thing about the cool thing about that is we're all in the room at the same time yeah when you hear people speaking you know the words that they, they, they just spoke a minute sooner right. earlier 
right. and then all of a sudden there's that crazy EVP and all the jaws dropped one by one. <laughs> oh, I know that was that that that's one of the moments. You know, I mean, you have to have fun in this business too. You and, do. Uh, you really do. You know, you know and, I'm, and I'm a prankster. You know, once in a while I'll say something completely off the cuff or. Yeah. You know, just to, yeah. just to mix it up. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. How about the little audio clips that I make too. You know, those are fun. Oh God, yeah, yeah. Take what little little, little snippets across the whole whole night's investigation and put them back to back and make like a funny file with them mm-hmm. and stuff. Didn't we have one with chicken? Was it chicken? Uh, <laughs> yeah, from Bay, one of Bay State Paranormal Society's uh, outings. Yep, I like chicken. Chicken. <laughs> Well, speaking of fun, I know um, we have a cemetery tripping, and you know that's one of my my most favorite things in the world to do. And Anna, if uh, if Anna could play that cemetery tripping, that would be great. The Ghosts of Nevada County, California, a little haunted hotel on the corner, and the historic town of Nevada City, California, high in the Sierra foothills on the corner of Broad and Pine Streets, there is a small hotel with a big history. Owner Katie Bennett, who bought the U.S. hotel in 2002, has heard strange noises and mysterious sounds regularly, and so have her patrons. The odd occurrences include knocking noises, steps that sound like someone is right outside your door, and lights that flicker on and off. The most common thing Bennett hears is laughter, accompanied by music and footsteps, as if someone is dancing. So it was no surprise to her when a team of paranormal investigators caught the sound of a laughter and footsteps on tape. The recordings included a man calling out for someone named Olga, the sound of boots on hardwood floors, and popping and knocking noises. You can visit NorCalGhostHunters.com, click on EVPs and links, and then scroll down to U.S. Hotel B&B to hear the evidence for yourself. A ghostly image. In January of 2007, the Union, the local paper for Nevada County, California, reported that a ghostly face had appeared in a photograph. The photo had been taken at the historic Skidmore House, one of a dozen or so original homes still standing in North Bloomfield, a mining town that is now part of the Malakoff Diggins State Historic Park. Sonny Lopez, the park's maintenance mechanic, had moved to the park in July of 2006. He and his wife wanted window treatments that had an old-time feel, and so one afternoon Lopez took several photographs of Skidmore House and its windows. Later, when he went home to show the photos to his wife, he noticed that the otherwise empty home was perhaps not so empty. In one of the photos was a figure that looked like a woman with long hair pulling back the curtain and looking back out at him. You can view the photograph yourself in the Union's online archives at theunion.com. Do a search for ghostly photographs and see what appears. The Ghost in the Flame Originally built as a firehouse, a necessary building in a gold rush town of shacks and temporary structures, the Firehouse Number 2 in Nevada City, California is now a historical museum. Visitors and employees alike have reported hearing footsteps in an otherwise empty room, as well as feeling sudden temperature changes, cold spots, and a general thickening of the atmosphere. Some witnesses claim to have seen the ghosts of a Victorian woman who searches through cabinets and a female piano player from a nearby whorehouse. 
A few visitors have even cited a group of Chinese men standing around a shrine, a testimony to the Chinese population that contributed to Nevada City's early growth. Terrifying Tales from the Book of the Bazaar, available wherever books are sold. Ron's girlfriend, Varla. Varla, Varla, Varla. He loves Varla. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that, folks. It's it's not a cemetery tripping. It's a beyond bizarre, but that's okay. We we do love Varla, and she's she's always got some great tidbits for us. So, um, <laughs> so well, still Ron missed it. Too bad. Too bad. Um, I think it's funny that she talked about the the EVP of the the woman, and it was in the whorehouse, you know. <laughs> it kind of relates to what we were just talking about. <laughs> I've actually, I got some funny experiences with um, that subject. You know, I've got some, um, um, it's very rare, but I've gotten some um, some sexual content from a, a woman speaking, you know, and as an EVP, uh-huh. um, kind of stalking. But, um, you know, there again, you know, people's needs and wants, Mm-hmm. Feelings transfer over, and that just kind of shows that um, you, you still hang on to that. So it's it it interesting in that respect. <laughs> and you got to beware of those rooms late at night, though, in a lot of uh, hotels and inns and taverns and stuff that you visit, because you never know what you're going to pick up. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine. I can imagine because I mean, there's still there's still people in the hotel. You know, right. they don't just shut the place down. And uh, didn't you have didn't you have something come up with that at the uh, Colonial? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> somebody was up late. Oh uh, well, it, it's bound to happen. Yeah, bound to it happen. wasn't it wasn't an EVP, but it was fun to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my God! Well, I actually, I played that for the evidence review. Uh huh. You know, and I said, "Oh, you guys got a lo- you're gonna love hearing this," and I played it. <laughs> As part of the evidence, and they're like, everyone's like, "What the hell?" <laughs> He's playing as porno, Mike. Yeah, it was funny. It was really funny. Oh my god. <laughs> What's um? So what what have you picked up before, as far like with with the nasties? I mean, you've had people threaten to kill you, and yeah. uh, and things like that. Well, I've got interestingly. Um, some of the nasty stuff is um, they talk about Satan, and mm-hmm. um, I have probably five or six references to Satan and um, or the devil. You know, I have one that says the devil never appears. You know, mm-hmm. which may may be alluding to an unseen influence, which mm-hmm. kind of goes back to that whole provoking thing. Mm-hmm. That you know, you're not that you may not see your attacker at all. You're just going to feel their effects upon you. You know, so when, when the male voice says, you know, the devil never appears, mm. that, that's awesome. But in the same instance, you stop and you say, geez, what the hell does that mean? Right. You know, some of the nasty stuff, it, you know, you have to study that too. What does it mean? What does it mean? Mm, right. You got to put two and two together for yourself, you know. And then we've had, you know, again in um, that Guthrie house, we had I Hate the Children. Yeah. Which was Great. not very nice. And, no, uh, not at all. Yeah, and they had had a child die in that house, so it, it was a little creepy, you know, yeah. hearing that in that particular yeah. house. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So. And sometimes too, they, you know, one of the things 
you know, I, when, the, when you make recordings and stuff, you ask questions and you're going about and you hear something back and someone, you know, um, usually it's a male voice. Sometimes they're just angry at you, you know, mm-hmm. and they start calling you names and they, and they just like, you know, they just don't like the fact that you're doing what you're doing mm-hmm. and they will tell you, you know, they just don't like you. They're telling you to get out, which mm-hmm. is very common. And mm-hmm. Because All they the know that their, that their voices are going to get picked up. It's like, you don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I'm going to record. And if you're around, you're going to get picked up on my recorder because you're going to communicate. Mm-hmm. And that's the way it is. And I think they understand that. And um, they just get angry. There's, you know, Usually um, you get, you know, they come and go. Sometimes, you know, they hang around for a little bit in investigation, and then they go. When you're listening back to the evidence after a couple hours, they might show up just at the beginning, but by the middle and the end of the investigation through the recordings, they're not there anymore. They kind of mm-hmm. go away. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, you know. Do you wonder if, if they are uh, transient, you know, that, that maybe they're not rooted in that place and they're yeah. just there? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, free, freedom of motion is there. If you're rooted someplace, it's because you want to be there. There's no one making you stay there. You're not forced to stay anywhere. You have the freedom to come and go as you please. It's just that, that kind of travel, I think, has to be learned. I think there's a lot of confusion mm-hmm. if you're not ready for it. You mean, I can go over here and you think about it and you're there. It's like, whoa. Mm-hmm. You know, just a simple thought. You have you have movement, and um, it's. I think it's a it's a tricky thing to um, to get used to. And who knows with this whole time thing, you know, right. um, people just get stuck in time. Mm-hmm. You know, but I think it's of their own choosing. Right. Now I had I had somebody ask me today, and and you talk about the angry ghost and the, the ghost that wants you to get out and da da da. da. Um, I had someone ask me today what to do about a shy ghost and uh, I don't know that I've ever encountered a shy ghost but or you know spirit entity whatever you want to call it um, and she said well I go to this particular spot repeatedly and my EMF and it's it's a cemetery apparently and she gets high EMF readings in the same spot in the cemetery every time um, I mean who knows? There could be any number of reasons for that, but usually if you're out in the middle of the cemetery, there's not a lot of things that are going to give you, you know, an EMF like that. Right. But she said, I tr- as soon as I try and talk to it, it's gone, and there's no – the EMF just gone. Yeah. So well, – Here's an experiment. Um, bring your recorder because mm-hmm. you need to get the audio mm-hmm. and ask the, ask the questions in your mind and project it out. Mm-hmm. Out of you using telepathy. Mm-hmm. You, don't, you you can use your voice, and they do hear it. They hear it just fine as we speak, but they will also hear your thoughts. So right. if your voice is scaring her away, try using your mind and project your questions mm-hmm. out, outward, 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 and just say the same thing over and over again and mm-hmm. practice that and see if that works. See if maybe you'll get the voice up on the uh, on the recorder. Great. That, it's It's kind of... What I said to her, I mean, I just basically said, you know, because she's been bringing a, um, you know, a, a camcorder, a video, um, you know, video recorder. And I said, well, you know, why don't you just try going in with, you know, your your voice recorder and just sit and just, just be very quiet and just sit 
and just record. That's right. That's right. And um, but you know, you add that further element to it, and that's you know that's something that I didn't think of. So you know, I'll have to get back to her and say, well, try this as yep. well. But I mean, I would think if you've got some somebody something that's very shy and you don't want to startle them, well, just sit. Yeah. You know, be non-threatening. Try so. communicating on their grounds. Mm-hmm. You know, something that they may be used to. Mm-hmm. Which which is the whole telepathy thing, which is the whole mental uh, side of communicating. Mm-hmm. Try it. Yeah. See what you get. Yeah. And you've done that before. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. It works. Mm-hmm. It absolutely works. I've, I've um, projected my phone number to my voicemail um, at work, and I did this for about a week or so, a week and a half, every day at lunch um, for a good 20 minutes a day. And... Um, about, you know, a week or so later, I started getting messages left on my voicemail. And they're very, very quick, one to two seconds long, and they're EVPs. And wow. it's, it's weird. It's <laughs> just weird. <laughs> I haven't tried that experiment in a long time, but I, I probably should. Mm-hmm. That, I it, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, it's a, it's phone calls from the dead. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. Basically, yep. you know, and that's um, that's one of the things I think that uh, Cal Cooper does. You know, I think he has uh, has a book out called Phone Calls from the Dead. And hey, why not? I mean, there's there's instances uh, of people saying that they have gotten a phone call and had a conversation with someone and. Then they get a phone call a short while later that says, oh, well, that person died this morning or that person died, you know, two hours ago. Right. You know, when you were talking to them. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> and, were, and that just goes to show that, you know, a spirit can use any means of communication that they want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, I think it's just their choice. What, what do they want to use? So I think by them doing it, it becomes more real. And that mm-hmm. trickles over into our world. Mm-hmm. Oh. Speaking of go. pizza from the dead, hey, <laughs> phone calls from the dead, pizza from the dead. But, uh, yeah, that that is interesting about the whole, um, the, the, the communication through different, you know, current media. And, I mean, um, it's, it's, the, it's the ITC, right? That yeah. group is... Yeah. Um, that's a big point of experimentation with them, and um, that's really yeah. interesting. If you if you go to that website and look at some of the research that they're doing, you've got stuff coming in like on on faxes and uh, emails, just just crazy crazy stuff. Uh, Extra uh, um, instrumental transcommunication. Yeah, itc.com. Right. That's some inter- interesting stuff and. I've even messed around with some of it using shortwave radios. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, there's some interesting results. You know? Okay. Yeah, definitely works, though. Well, nothing, just yet another field to look into. Well, yeah. I thank you so much, Mike, for being our guest tonight, and always, always interesting. Thank you, know, you very much. Can I give a shout-out? Oh, yes, go ahead. Good question. I want to shout-out to um, Bay State Paranormal Society, Rachel. Bina, Linda Marie, and of course Paula, and you yourself. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Paranormal, Steve and Riley Black, 
And my original paranormal gangsters, Jordy, Sally, and Patrick, I haven't said hello to them on air, so hello to them. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And uh, I know we will have you back again because you're one of our favorite people. Uh, Thanks. uh, uh, We are. So have a good night, and we will talk to you soon. Bye. All right, bye-bye. So thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember to go to New England Ghost Project, neghostproject.com. Check out the info for Spirit Quest. It's this weekend starting Friday evening. So uh, And don't forget about those discount. You can get the discount on the passes. Go to whofish.org. So I hope we'll see some of you this weekend at Spirit Quest. And thanks for listening. And I uh, hope I... Uh, I did a good job for all of you. And uh, as always, we appreciate you listening. So have a great weekend. Go to SpareQuest and uh, have fun. Thanks and good night, everybody. Ghoulies to ghosties, long legged